Welcome to another episode of our Badele IP Experts. In this episode, our IP experts Nadine Westermeyer and Dominic Woll speak about the period of limitation under the UPCA. My name is Nadine Westermeyer. I'm an attorney at law at Badele Pagenberg, focusing on patent infringement proceedings. I am here with my colleague Dominic. Hello, everyone. This is Dominic Woll. I'm also an attorney at law at Badele Pagenberg and focus on patent infringement proceedings as well. In this episode, we will briefly discuss the prerequisites of the period of limitation under the Unified Patent Court Agreement, the UPCA, and potential interpretations of the new legal framework. You have certainly heard the saying, those who are late will be punished by life itself. This phrase, first set in 1989 on the occasion of a meeting between Gorbachev and Honecker, still serves as a reminder today, and is also relevant under the UPCA. The statute of limitation is regulated in Article 72 UPCA, which reads as follows. Without prejudice to Article 24, paragraphs 2 and 3, actions relating to all forms of financial compensation may not be brought more than five years after the date on which the applicant became aware or had reasonable grounds to become aware of the last act justifying the action. Let us have a look at the individual prerequisites of this provision. First, let us discuss the clause without prejudice to Article 24, Paragraph 2 and 3. The provision on the period of limitation starts with a reference to Article 24 UPCA, which concerns the sources of law on which the UPC is to base its decisions. Now, interestingly, no reference is made to Article 24, Paragraph 1e UPCA, which provides for the application of national law. The key question therefore seems to be, is national law on the period of limitation applicable in addition to Article 72 UPCA? And if so, to which extent? There seem to be two possibilities on how to interpret the introductory reference. A first possible interpretation may be what I would call a filling the gap approach, that is a supplementary application of national law. National law is applicable only concerning further details which are not answered by Article 72 UPCA. That is, for example, the exact calculation of limitation periods or national provisions on the interruption or suspension of limitation. A second approach could be the additional application of national law. This means that national law is applicable in addition to Article 72 UPCA but only if the relevant national provisions would result in a shorter limitation period. Which of these interpretations makes more sense in your opinion, Nadine? Well, the first possibility, that is the filling the gap approach, leads to a practical dilemma. In proceedings for bundle patents and even more so for unitary patents, a lot of national provisions which are not harmonized are potentially applicable. From a practical point of view, such interpretation must therefore be rejected. Rather, the provision should be interpreted to mean that if the underlying claim originates from national law, then national limitation law is also applicable. An example is the assertion of a claim for compensation of the use of a patent application. With regard to such claims, the UPC applies Article 67 of the European Patent Convention, which refers to national law. In contrast, a claim for damages, for example, is directly based on the UPCA. Therefore, concerning this claim, recourse to national limitation provisions is prohibited. So, let's turn to the next phrase, according to which Article 72 UPCA deals with the period of limitation for actions relating to all forms of financial compensation. 
Such actions encompass, for example, regular actions for the award of damages and actions for compensation for lifted procedural measures. Any other non-financial claims, such as claims for injunctive relief, recall and destruction, in the terminology of the UPCA, corrective measures, shall not be affected by this limitation. But why is Article 72 UPCA explicitly limited to financial claims? Well, one possible explanation could be that the fact that injunctive relief is not covered by Article 72 UPCA is unlikely to have any effect at all in most cases. At least from a practical point of view. If the last infringing act was committed more than five years earlier, it may be difficult to argue that there is still a risk of repetition which is required for a claim for injunctive relief, or a corresponding need for legal protection could be lacking. The next phrase to be analyzed is may not be brought. The wording of Article 72 UPCA, according to which actions may not be brought before the court, raises the question whether this refers to the admissibility of the action in the first place, or whether the defendant needs to raise the objection of limitation to defend against the asserted claim. Although the wording may indicate that an action would be inadmissible in case of limitation of the claim in question and Article 72 UPCA is part of Chapter 4 of the UPCA on procedural provisions, it should be noted that the equally binding French version of Article 72 UPCA speaks of prescription and the English wording limitation also seems to indicate that the claim only falls under the statute of limitation if the defendant raises an objection. The same also applies under German law. I absolutely agree. Also when taking into account that the UPCA often refers to powers of the court when it actually determines the scope of claims, it seems more likely that limitation only applies in cases where the defendant raises it as a defense against the action. In any case, it is advisable to raise the corresponding objection even if there is a possibility that it is a procedural rule that prevents the claim from being asserted ex officio. With this, we already come to the last prerequisite of Article 72 UPCA. The last part of this article reads, more than five years after the date on which the applicant became aware or had reasonable grounds to become aware of the last fact justifying the action. This refers to the way of calculation of the limitation period under Article 72 UPCA. Claims for financial compensation must not be asserted more than five years after the date on which the applicant became aware of the last fact justifying the action. The specific calculation of the limitation period is to be carried out according to Rules 300 and following Rules of Procedure. The limitation period must be calculated for every single fact separately. In the event of an ongoing infringement, only claims based on acts committed more than five years earlier can become statute barred. An interesting aspect, at least from a German perspective, is that Article 72 UPCA makes reference to the knowledge of the applicant, not the knowledge of the creditor. This is different under national German law. There, the standard limitation period of three years starts at the end of the year in which the claim arose, and the creditor gained knowledge or should have gained knowledge of the circumstances establishing the claim, the so-called relative limitation period. Since the UPCA is to be interpreted autonomously, a recourse to national law for alleged gaps in the provisions of the UPCA is prohibited. For example, for the suspension and or interruption of the limitation period, which are not provided for by the UPCA. 
Rather, the case law of the UPCA will have to establish a uniform practice. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Badela IP Experts. To get informed about the Unified Patent Court, please visit our special UPC page. You will find the link in the show notes.